previously on Wove Inspiration. But we saw the need of a lot of things that was not given to the people. Mm-hmm. So we de- we decided to uh, create our outreach so we could help everybody out. Uh, food, clothing, uh, different things. And then we... Uh, this is Wove Inspiration. Here to inspire, encourage, and uplift. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Wove Inspiration's Monday Morning Motivation. I am your host, Althea Richardson, and today my special guest is Miss Volante Maria Grant. Volante is the founder of the By Design Network a network that encompasses media, audio, video production, graphic design, and training. As a creative strategist, Volante uses her network to help people creatively deliver key messages with precision and authenticity. It is my pleasure to introduce to my listening audience, Miss Volante Maria Grant. Volante, thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm so glad to be here. So let's go ahead and get started. So you are the founder of the By Design Network. It is a network that encompasses media, audio, video production, graphic design, and training. And you are the creative strategist. Can you, what is a creative strategist? A creative strategist is someone who helps people figure out their personality. When you start a business, you have your your brand, and I'm that person who helps you develop that. What do you want your brand to look like? What do you want it to sound like? What are your key messages? Who's your target audience? So that's what I do. I help you strategize creatively to um, accurately depict who you are and what your goals are. Okay. And so I also see um, that you're also a certified SCORE mentor. Can you give me a little bit more information on that? Yes. SCORE is a volunteer organization that's funded by the Small Business Administration. So we're funded by the federal government. And it is an organization that helps entrepreneurs. And we're also tapping into not-for-profits as well. And we have mentors in almost every field. And if we don't have a mentor in that field, we find someone who can help you. And it's just a way, everything is free for entrepreneurs. It's a beautiful, it's a wonderful network for you to connect with someone to help you, whether it's legal, creative, all, all sorts of things. That's what we do. Okay. And so how did you actually get started with By Design Network? I've always been an entrepreneur. Uh, if you work in graphics at all, most of us are going to have a side gig. Mm-hmm. And I did. And I worked in a corporate graphic design company. It was, you know, my dream job. I planned to retire from there until I got an assignment to put together a training program for our office that I was opening overseas. Okay. So when I got that assignment, I knew that it wouldn't be long before I got laid off. And I did. And I always say that that was the biggest blessing in my life. I had a very young daughter. And once I got a taste of being able to take her to school, go to field trips, and and earn a living, I asked God to never allow me to have to go back. Yeah. So the By Design Network, it is born out of the fact that I do believe that everything happens 
by design. I don't believe in coincidence. God is very strategic. He created everybody for a specific purpose. And the real mission of my company is helping everybody find that purpose and fulfill it in their lives. Awesome. Awesome. And so what's been keeping you motivated in doing this, uh, in doing this company? People, my biggest motiva- motivation, again, is my daughter. Mm-hmm. I, it was just important to me as a single parent to be there. Yeah. I did not want to just be the person who wakes up in the morning and puts her to bed at night. So it was important to me to earn a living and be available. Yes, that did mean working all night, you know, sometimes, but that's what I wanted to. That was my biggest motivation was that. And then it's people. There are too many people who hate their jobs. You work too many hours a week to be miserable. So for me, satisfaction is when I can help somebody identify a marketable skill. And my company truly is a network. My referrals are valid. When I refer people, they typically get the business. And that's what I'm about. I am very particular in who I refer Mm -hmm. because people listen, you know, but uh, that's what keeps me going. The people that I meet and that I impact, you know, sometimes I get frustrated and somebody will call me and they'll just say, you know, you told me this and they helped me. Or you connected me to this person and it worked out really, really well. <laughs> that That's what keeps me. That's when I know, yeah, you're doing the right thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so I, w- I, I actually came across a video that um, I saw that you were a, a guest of Oprah's live class. <laughs> that's wow. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. Now, I know that was like huge. And so, but uh, what was interesting about the the video was that the question that you asked about the, the nurturing and how to balance out your life versus having to take care of whether it's family or, or your husband or, or your kids and everything. So how, how was it when you, when they gave you that answer, was that something that really took you to like the next level or how did that affect you? Absolutely. And I have to take a minute to give you the backstory on that. Yeah. I identify with Oprah and I don't even like TV. You know, I don't like talk shows, but I had always said I was going to meet Oprah. I had always said that. And and the show was in Chicago, which is where I'm from. And I said, no, I don't want audience tickets. I need a conversation with Oprah. And I had said that for years. 25 years goes by, the Oprah show ends, and she leaves, right? And I'm still holding on to this. It just, I felt like I was going to have this conversation with her. So a friend of mine knew it, and she given me a a link. And I just poured my heart out Mm -hmm. in the email to the producers. And the funny thing happened, I had this event totally bombed. It was the worst event. It was the worst thing I've ever done. I was ready to quit. I was ready to give up. I felt like nobody would want to work with me again. I wasn't answering the phone. I went into a shell. I was just ready. I was done. Okay. And during that time, Oprah's producers had called. And so when I finally decided to pick up the phone, it had been three three days later. So I called the producers and um, she's like, okay, you need to come to the studio tomorrow. And I'm thinking, oh my God, you got to be kidding me. So at that point in time, I was completely discouraged, completely broken. And I believe that Oprah was the only person who could have got me out the house, honestly. So, so then I'm talking to the producer and I go, well, okay, Oprah moved to LA. So she's going to be joining us via satellite. And the producer goes, no, Ms. Winfrey will be in the room with you. So I'm wow. sitting literally right in front of her. And I just posted it again yesterday because it came up. Yeah. And there's one point and when, when she started talking to me, 
I literally almost broke down crying because I felt worthless. And, and, and when I made my comment, what you didn't pick up on the mic mm -hmm. or the camera didn't pants Oprah, she actually jotted my comment down in her journal. And I'm sitting here going, I'm worthless. Nobody wants to work with me. I'm washed up. I'm, I can't do this anymore. And one of the most richest and powerful women in the world is actually listening to me. And she's talking to me. And after the show, she just sat on her desk and sat there and chatted with us. I actually had to leave because I had to pick my daughter up. I'm going, who walks out on Oprah? Really? You know? <laughs> but yes, that was life changing for me. Because, you know, just, just I'm, I'm going to stop talking in a minute. But sometimes, especially in the religious community, when you don't do what everybody else does, yeah. people can be cruel. You know, they, they laugh at you. They make fun of you. She's crazy. That's not going to be anything. Why is she doing that? Why does she go back to work? Just mm -hmm. all kind of stuff. And I was thinking, you know, they're all right. I'm, I can't do this. Yeah. And so that was a life-changing moment for me. Wow, that that <laughs> you know what you just kind of like read my book just a few minutes ago on some parts of of, of your statement is because um, for my husband and I it's that's the way it's been it's like you know this, what what y'all are doing are crazing your your arrangement that you got going on because I'm working full time and God has not allowed him to work but he's doing a whole lot of other things because. It was designed for him to not work for someone else. He's designed to be working for himself. But he's working. Then. Exactly. He's, he's exactly. not not working. You know. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But see, society looks at it as well. He should be the one working. Why are you bringing in the money and blah 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 and everything? But I said, you know what? This is a new thing. We're not. It's not things that we do are not according to God or to man's understanding. It's always according to God's plan. And when people actually get an understanding about that, they would make, they would have such a, a much more, a less stressful life. And in, in, oh, in overall, it's just, it's, it's amazing how, so I can completely and totally relate to, to what you were saying as far as what people what people's impression or way that people are supposed to do things in a certain way, but God does it always in a completely different way. So I come oh, yes. you. <laughs> yeah. I I have literally had times when I had to break away from everything and almost everybody that I knew to be solid. And that's mm -hmm. pretty scary. It's like you're floating. And it's, it's, it's scary because you don't know who to trust. You don't know um, who's going to stab, stab you in the back. And God has to really assure you. And I will make this testimony. That never happens without a witness. There's always a witness somewhere in the, in the craziest form. And like I said, at that particular time, my witness was Oprah. And the way that that manifested, I mean, I, I, was, I was not going to say anything else i was done and i had conceded that everything everybody had said about me was right and that i couldn't make this work and we have to understand that even for you and your husband those times come to distract you from the mission of what god told you to do if you can focus just focus on what he told you to do and let that stuff go yeah then and you start to bless people and you start to fulfill that purpose and that mission I can't even describe the blessings. They yeah. just come, they appear to come out of nowhere. And so now, even now, 
people look at me and they think, oh, you know, it was easy. It, she, she just had it easy because I don't complain. I, I can cry all night. And even on social media, you're really going to see me complain. I'm not going to ask you for anything. I'm not going to cry, cry in public. I do cry, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm not going to cry in public. And so people make the assumption that I guess it's all fun and games. But that is just the power um, of God and the way that he sustains you and the way that he keeps you. And when God cosigns on what you're doing, it just gives you the power to say, you know what, if, if you don't receive it, it, was, it just wasn't for you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. And so I'm also seeing that you have uh, the Sanctuary Academy. Mm-hmm. And this, wow, that is just phenomenal. Can you give me a little bit more information on that? Yes, the Sanctuary Academy is a platform. I again, I grew up in church. My dad's a pastor for pastoring for thirty eight years, and I've always been uh, that anchor, that background person who, you know, if somebody quits, I step in. If somebody dies, I step in. If somebody gets mad, you know, I'm that person who always steps in. And what I found is we put a lot of emphasis on building the church, which I still go to church every Sunday and I believe in the institution of church. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I kept encountering people who are good people who won't, won't go to church because of an experience that they had. Okay. And that's when the great commission came to me, go ye therefore and teach. And again, all God told me to do was teach the word. That's what he told me to do when it came to ministry. So, I used my creative talents. I used my resources in video and I just started to teach this lesson. And that's all I did. And my goal was to possibly touch maybe a couple hundred people uh, a week, you know, and do that. Uh, it, it was crazy. It, it's now crossing 10,000 a week. Oh, wow. I can't tell you where the people came from. It, it literally was God. And when I first did it, um, I got tired. This is a lot of work. That's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> oh my goodness, and I got tired, you know. And, and so I said, God, and I stopped for a little while because I was tired. I was frustrated. It was going on at my local church, and it was just a lot going on. My daughter was graduating. It was too much. So I stopped right before Christmas. And God told me, Nope. What you're pr- I was praying for other things that were going wrong. And God said, I told you to teach, and you're not teaching. I'm like, Okay. So I kind of went in and I taught and I said, I got like 300 views. And so I prayed. I said, okay, Lord, this is a lot of work. I said, give me a sign. I said that if, if, if this is what you want me to really do, give me 1,000 views. That's, that's all I want is 1,000 views. That week I hit 3,000 views. Wow. And from there it has not gone down. It's just been growing like crazy. Oh, my goodness. And if you ever take a minute to read through the comments, I have people who follow me loyally and then they're listening to me. Right. And they're trusting me. And that was my goal. And I'm not trying to make you join my movement. Mm-hmm. Stay where you are. Stay loyal to whatever ministry you're in. I just want to teach the word and yeah. I want to give you strength and I want to give you courage and knowledge. And that's all that I'm doing. And, and God is blessing me for that. I, it has, it has gone far, far beyond what I ever imagined it would be. Yeah. And, and it's, you. well, I can say, because I've never, I've never seen it before. So to me, it's very unique in that it's, it's, it's visual and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. I'm looking at, I was like, wow, 
I would have never thought of anything Thank you. like this. Thank you. this. This is amazing and definitely something that is going to, I'm sure, is very effective in, in the body of Christ and, and individuals that are not even familiar with the word. And, and exactly. it's like a, a major, um, I've, I've always been the person that, that knows that um, <clears throat> when it comes to sharing the word of God, the first thing that we have to do is we have to be visual ourselves. We have to live a lifestyle in front of those individuals so that they're at least enticed to want to know a little bit more about the word of God. And so by us being living advertisements for God, now it's like, okay, now you'll sit and you'll listen to me because you're seeing the way that I respond to certain situations and certain things in, in life. And, and the way that the world would respond, um, the way that I respond is completely different. And so oh, yeah. well, now they want people to, now you have people that want to know even more about your uh, the word of God. And so that your the, the the Bible study lessons that you have on there that is just awesome. Thank you, and I am expanding it. I have some things I'm launching. Uh, the Sunday school and those PDFs will always be free. I'll never charge for those. Um, I am getting into a little bit more classes because I have a lot of teachers, so I'm going to do some master classes, and I have a very special segment that's dear to my heart. I haven't launched yet. It's called my father's sermons, and. It's a collection of my favorite sermons from my father that I'm going to deliver because um, he's such a unique, that's where I get it from. He's such a unique preacher. I would see him, you know, he's, he doesn't uh, preach other people's sermons. I've seen him sit there and um, read the Bible and God just gives some such unique topics and he can just stand there and expound and tell the story. And I tell everybody, my gift of creativity does come from my dad. So I'm so excited about being able to deliver this collection of my favorite sermons from my father. So that's something I'm pulling together. And I'm also, I also want to do a special uh, ministry for preacher's kids uh, only because I don't know, it, it seems to be a thing where people want to see us fail. And I'm kind of <laughs> like, why, you yeah. know, why don't you pray for us that, that we um, can stand? But so that's an area God has put in my heart to, to just really, lift them up and, and help them stand in that gap and, and be what you need to be, you know? Yeah, definitely. And so you are also a licensed TEDx organizer. How, how long have you been doing that? Oh, I think four years I started, I did TEDx Bolingbrook Women and then I did TEDx Bolingbrook Youth. And then um, they, the last year was the last year, but they did TED and cinemas where I hosted a couple of cinema events I love Ted. I love the ideas presented there. And I, I'm, I'm really into the global learning just to know, because again, God created the whole world and God is so big. So let's not confine him to my church, you know, and I'm really big on that. So Ted is just a really good community of super brilliant people. No, I do not agree with all of the ideas shared at Ted. Mm -hmm. And you're not, you don't have to, it's not right. about that. It's just about being aware of what's going on and having dialogue, intellectual dialogue and, um, accepting what, what aligns with your beliefs and rejecting what does not, but you're never disrespectful yeah. or, or, you know, mistreating anyone. So 
yeah, I've, I've done that for a little while. I haven't done any more events recently, not in the last two years. I am going to, though, because a lot of people, you know, I'm that person. I do stuff first. So when I was trying to build my TED event, people were like, what's TED? So now people are going through my bio. They go, oh, you're a TEDx uh, organizer? Yeah, I've been one for four years, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Where <are> you <laughs> Right, right. So I may pick, as a matter of fact, it's funny. Somebody just emailed me today. When are you doing TEDx again? I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll get when, back into that. <laughs> yeah, that's when you kind of know that, you know, when people start to see, even though you've been out there as long as you have, when it comes back around, it's like, okay, maybe this is the season to start exactly. again, maybe. So exactly. um, what suggestions do you have for those who struggle to get their dreams off the ground or who haven't really decided on what they want to do in life? Research. Mm -hmm. um i that's i'm a researcher research if you're feeling empty you don't really know what to do you just know that what you're doing doesn't feel right research explore read get on the internet go to the library check out books i truly believe that as creatures as spiritual creatures your spirit will guide you but you can't just sit at home and say i don't know what to do you can't do that get up i i can't it's something you have to do to know get up and go yeah. i promise you if you pray and if you seek the lord god will lead you to being exactly where you're supposed to be it is not going to come and, and and smack you across the head <laughs> research go look go look for it you know um that same day i was at oprah oprah was talking about it and she was saying how when she was in mississippi her grandmother was teaching her how to, to hang clothes on the line and she said, you know, her grandma was telling her, yeah, if you do this really good, you'll get you a nice family, you know, a white family to pay you to hang clothes on the line. And Oprah was in Mississippi. She had no clue about any of the stuff that she's doing now. But wow. she said something inside of her told her, oh, I'm not going to be doing this for the rest of my life. Yeah. And so she just started looking for something. You have to look for it. Go explore the world. Go for a walk. And I guarantee you, uh, there, there's a, a lot of people in church used to say, if you make one step, the Lord will make two. Amen. Go look for it. And if you look for it, you are going to find it. Amen. 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 So what upcoming projects do you have, um, if any? Oh, upcoming projects. Well, I will be launching the masterclass. And even with SCORE, I'm launching, uh, well, okay, globally online. I'm launching masterclasses and I have a whole lot of material that I'm writing. I'm actually launching a book called uh, my, For My Father. And it just talks about the challenge of balancing working for the church and your natural father and working for God, who is your spiritual father, how to draw that line and how not to get burned out. So I'm working on that book. And um, locally for SCORE, I'm putting together, I'm going to be doing workshops every other month. And I'm actually negotiating with them on ways to record those and share those globally okay. so that it's just not my one little community. So that's, that's where I'm going. I, my goal, honestly, is to build a global, a, a global ministry that's different than anything else. I just want to feel people around the world loving God. Amen. Amen. And so how can um, people reach you um, via social media and, and what is your website? My website is www. 
which one am I going to do? www.thesanctuary.academy. Okay. www.thesanctuary.academy. And then on Facebook, I'm Volante Maria. And on everything else, I'm Volante by Design. Okay, okay. And so what I, lo- what I love to do, especially with motivational speakers, I love for them to share a positive motivational message for my listening audience. Okay, a positive motivational message is that you have to remember that you were created by God. And in the very creation, it says that everything that God created is good. So it doesn't matter what you've done, what mistakes you may have made, what people may think of you. You still have the goodness of creation in your heart. God thought enough of mankind to create us and breathe life into us and give us dominion. Claim your dominion, move forward, cleave to your goodness all you have to do is cleave to it hold on to it is there claim it go forward don't look back walk in love and walk in the blessings and in the favor of god amen amen well i thank you so much so so much for taking time out of your busy schedule as i know that you are (laughs) really busy Uh, but i thank you so much for taking time out to come on to wove inspiration and and sharing not only um, a world wealth of information and a bit of which i will be checking out as well and um also just for taking time out to share your vision and mission Thank you so much for having me. This has been a great experience and and blessings on this ministry as well. Thank you so much. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to follow us, we are on Facebook at W-O-V-E Inspiration, as well as Instagram, W-O-V-E 2005. You can also leave us a comment, question, or if you would like to be a guest on this show, you can contact me at wove2005 at yahoo.com. This is Althea Richardson. I hope you guys have an awesome day and keep moving forward.